Welcome to episode 10 of the First Step Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to create fun experiences with your preschooler. We'll share tons of practical, fun ideas, and by the time we're done, you'll have a great plan. Welcome to the First Step Podcast from your friends in Wombaland. This podcast is designed to give you practical tips that will help you lay a strong spiritual foundation in the heart of your preschooler. My name is Kendra Fleming, and I'm the host of the First Step Podcast. I've been a part of North Point for 17 years, and I'm the mom of four amazing and grown-up kids. And if you know me at all, you know that kids are my favorite thing. And today we're going to talk about something that I'm really excited to talk about. We have a special, special friend and guest with us. We're going to talk about how do you have fun at home with preschoolers? Like, how do you leverage those experiences so that kids just walk away from your home and they never forget all the fun times that you had? And uh, today we've got a really special guest with us. And, and before you think like fun, I can hardly like wrestle down all the things I have to do today. Uh, my special guest, Sarah Dickens, is actually right in the thick of it. She's got three little kids and one on the way. And yet she is honestly one of the most fun moms I have ever met. So Sarah, welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I'm Sarah. I am married to Jamie. He is a pastor at Buckhead Church here in Atlanta, one of of our area churches. I am the mom to three preschoolers. Uh, my oldest, Cashman, is four and a half. My second, Peyton, is three. My third, Riley, is one and a half. And I am about 19 days away from baby number four, a little boy. So I am in the thick of it. I get it. We are busy. My house is always a mess and I have way too much laundry to do. So yes. I, I get it. You do. You, you get it. And today we're not talking about fun to like put more pressure on you, mom and dad. We're really not. We're going to talk about some really practical ways to just make uh, fun experiences part of your everyday life and and just to like put a little spin on it so that your kids are like, whoa, that was really a fun memory that we have. Uh, but I think fun is actually a really important part of a child's development and their, and their growing up process. So tell us a little bit, Sarah, why you think it's important to have fun with preschoolers. Yes, I agree. I, I really believe that preschoolers experience relationship through play. Mm -hmm. They see me getting on the ground and playing with them or they see me going to the park and watching them and laughing with them. They're going to feel close to me relationally mm -hmm. because we are playing together. We're doing something fun together. Um, and the other thing is preschoolers learn through play. Mm -hmm. So if it's colors or counting or letters, you can be doing puzzles, coloring in a coloring book, all sorts of ways that you can interact with preschoolers. But getting to their level and, and getting to where they are going to learn best and receive love the best. And so that's my goal when I want to have mm -hmm. fun with my kids and some of the reasons why. I really love what you said about relationships, because if we all think about it, uh, anybody who is fun to be with or that we have fun with or fun experiences, they are somebody like we are just attracted to being around. We want to mm -hmm. be close to them. We want to be like them. Um, I can think of multiple people in my family that were just the fun ones, and I enjoyed being with them. So I do think fun uh, kind of breaks down the walls and definitely builds close relationships. I also just really believe like play and 
and fun is a preschooler's job. Mm. They are learning like so much during their time of play, their imagination, they're experiencing textures and colors and counting, and uh, they're pretending things that are helping them develop social relationships and language skills and being a good friend and all the things we want our little uh, children to be. I just think play is like such a big part of their life. But uh, you and I both know those early years, they go by quickly. Yes. And so we're going to kind of dig into like the practical things. Uh, and I want to really hear from you, like to make the most of this really kind of short window of time we have when they are home uh, a lot of the time with us. Yes. You know, the everybody knows the phrase, the days are long, but the years are short. Uh-huh. It's so true. Uh I mean, yes, the days can be so long and there can be so much to do. One thing that has been really beneficial for our family mm-hmm. is that we 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 live on a schedule. So my kids from birth have known breakfast, playtime, lunch, nap time, playtime, dinner time. I mean, we just have our mm-hmm. schedule in place. And so adding fun into that and adding play into that has been very natural. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been a stay-at-home mom. I have been a working mom. So I've had to work to find those hours where fun and play really fits naturally into our schedule. Right now, I'm blessed to be a stay-at-home mom, so our hours are in the morning. Mm -hmm. We wake up and we have breakfast, and then I know the hours from 9 to 12 are my kids. Mm -hmm. They are my priority. They are my focus. I'm not going to multitask as Mm -hmm. much as I want to. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do laundry or clean the kitchen or try to clean. I am going to spend time with them and be intentional. Mm -hmm. They're going to get my undivided attention during those hours of the day. I love what you're saying about as far as like you plan for it. It's part of your routine and your schedule. And I think for a stay-at-home mom, sometimes we can get into the little bit of the the race of like, well, I've got this time. I need to be doing laundry and mm-hmm. grocery shopping. And sure, a lot of that does need to happen. No doubt about it. But even like for a working parent to be intentional and think like, okay, my car ride home, I'm going to think of a fun game we always play. A dad was telling yes. me the other day of a, a fun color game he plays with his child trying to find certain color trucks uh, along their drive. And they're like, it's fun. And they just have a silly good time when they play it. And uh, if you're a dad who gets home and you just make sure like right after dinner time is your fun time, you just carve it out and you plan it. So Sarah, I really love what you said about like, it's a priority to you. And you figure it out in your routine. Mm -hmm. Now, listen, a lot of us do things already that are fun. Like when you start talking about this, parents are going to go, Oh, I do that. But I don't really make it quite as fun. Like I don't turn up that dial. And so I know that you have a lot of like really fun ideas as far as like, it's not just uh, we're going to have pizza tonight and and watch a movie. It's always something a little more. So share share some of that with us. Yes. Okay. This is one of my favorite things (laughs) that we do. And any mother or father listening, you're going to say amen because pizza and movie nights are the best for parents and kids. But one thing that we do in our house, um, rather than just saying, hey, we're going to throw in a movie and I'm going to order pizza because I don't want to cook tonight. Mm -hmm. is that we call it a pizza pajama jam. Now, I kind of stole this from our church because I loved it so much. But my kids get just so excited when they wake up from nap and I say, hey, tonight is pizza pajama jam night. Mm -hmm. So we go straight to the bathtub. Everybody's clean. Everybody has on jammies. We go downstairs 
and they get to watch a movie and we order pizza and there's really nothing out of the mm-hmm. ordinary that's happening, yeah. but we're making it a moment and a memory. Mm-hmm. Um, it does hold me accountable that I can't do them all the time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or else they won't be fun. Yeah. But we probably do a pizza pajama jam twice a month. Uh-huh. I mean, it's just a fun thing for us to do, whether dad's traveling or uh-huh. I'm just exhausted or I haven't been to the grocery store. It's easy and fun, but it makes it seem a little bit more intentional Mm -hmm. than just throwing the night away and saying, we're just going to sit in front of the TV tonight. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, what I love about that, too, parents, is as you're listening, I hope you, the anticipation, like when Mm. when it has a name and the kids have a context for, oh, pizza pajama jam, I know what that is, uh, it it lets you like actually build the anticipation, which actually builds more fun into it. You know, it gives them something to really look forward to um, and kind of wrap it's up the fun a little bit. So I think it's fun to come up with some names like that. You can't do it all the time, but a couple of them that it does just kind of etch that memory for them. So we were talking a minute ago about like how play is, is it has a purpose too. like uh, some, some of you may think like, I don't have time to have fun. Like I'm, I'm working or my house has got things to do. I got three little kids or all of those things. So I know you don't look at fun and play as just like a frivolous activity. I know that, you know, some very important skills are being built. So share one or two of those with us. Yeah. One thing, and I'll be completely honest. um, I don't, my kids are not great at fine motor skill activities Uh yet. They don't love sitting and doing crafts. Although I have really tried (laughs) to do like the pumpkin painting Uh and, you know, arts and crafts and stickers. Uh And so that is one thing though, that I think can be so simple for a parent to do. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a great after nap time activity. Like if you're having to prep for dinner, then let the kids sit right there at the kitchen table with Mm -hmm. you. Maybe give them some stickers or give them an activity book. Um, Give them some crayons. Mm -hmm. We recently pulled out an easel, which has actually been way better than putting Mm -hmm. a piece of paper and crayons in front of them. Mm -hmm. I think they like that it's bigger and there's markers Mm -hmm. and they can erase it. It's got a dry erase board. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that is intentional, but very simple to do as a mom. And it also gives you the opportunity to prep for dinner or maybe do something else since they're right there and they're close to you. Yeah, for sure. So uh, there's a website that we'll put in our show notes because I can't think of it right now. So I'll go look it up. But it's a mom that just has a bazillion ideas like that. Some really fun ones. Um, A couple things I'll just throw out there as fun things to do. So number one, don't get overwhelmed or frustrated that your child does not have good fine motor skills because that is very typical of a preschooler. And that's why you should work on it with them because it's a skill they will learn and grow. Mm -hmm. Really, they won't really get very good at it till first, second, third grade, honestly, but uh, they need to keep getting better. That That's the skill they use to write and button their shirts and all those kind of things. But um, one fun idea that I like to do sometimes with my grandkids and my kids when they were little is just get out Play-Doh and uh, like pat it out like a pizza shape or something and then just find things around the house or in the pantry that they could press into it. So it would be like noodles or Cheerios and who cares if it even just ruined it? Like Play-Doh is just from the dollar store, right? Or, or uh, you know, rolling a truck through it and seeing what the wheels make or, you know, whatever that is, like just 
find things that are kind of around your house and almost anything with Play-Doh is a win. I know a lot of parents are scared of Play-Doh, so <laughs> I was never one of those, but I always had like a picnic table on my deck or my back patio and that's where we did a lot. Another really fun thing that I know parents think like, oh, I could never do this is to get washable markers and let them um, write or draw on your patio window. So you got to be close by so they're not writing on your <laughs> walls or, or anything like that. But especially if you make it like something special. So if you make it like um, maybe you're trying to teach them the first letter of their name. So they don't really like writing on a piece of paper. They won't hang with you for that. So you put the first letter of their name really big on a window. Then you give them another color and let them keep practicing. So like it's so out of the ordinary. It's not something you would ever let them normally do. Yeah. But you'll get their attention. So yeah. anyway, I think there's a lot of fun things. There's so many great websites out there. But Sarah, I know you do a lot of that at well, home as well. I do have to work hard at it. Busy uh-huh. moms or busy toddlers, I think, is an Instagram uh-huh. account that uh-huh. I follow. And yeah. she has lots of great ideas. Yeah. So we'll link some of those because yeah. there's some good ones out there for sure. I have sure. to work hard at it. Some of this is not good. Another one that I actually have to work hard at um, to have fun with my kids, uh-huh. and lots of people are probably great at this, but it's getting outside. Oh, yeah. I don't know why, but I just, in my old yeah. age at this point, I don't want to get <laughs> dirty. <laughs> I don't want my kids digging uh-huh. in the dirt. I don't know what bugs are there or mm-hmm. what they're going to find. But, oh, my goodness, like, I remember as a kid getting dirty and yeah. being outside it was just so fun. And so another area as a mom that I have to work on, but I know that it's so good for them to play and to learn. And just, again, like you talked about, the textures, Mm -hmm. the things they're going to discover, they're digging with sticks, they're Uh finding an earthworm. Um, That's one thing that we try to do. And that is so easy, Uh too. It's a little too cold right now for that. I'm a Florida girl, so I'm like, (laughs) sorry if it's not 70, Uh we're not going outside. But that's a great after-nap activity to do too. They're not inside destroying everything. They're Mm -hmm. outside. They're getting some energy out. They're playing. But mine usually just end up digging in the dirt. (laughs) Well, I remember my kids growing up, I always knew they had a good day by how dirty their feet were. Mm. You know, if I was like, oh man, yeah, no skipping baths tonight. Yes. How dirty your feet are. Uh, but I agree, like outside, just think of all the things, like not only are they just getting good exercise and wearing themselves out and using all those large motor skills that they're using, but they're actually learning a lot of good things, like how to balance their body, how to jump and land mm-hmm. and all those things. But think about the science, like there's dirt, there's mud, there's things that live in the dirt, there's water that has ripples that turns to ice. It's like there's all this stuff that they learn yes. when they're outside and they don't even know they're learning it. Yeah. They're just experiencing and playing and having fun. So I agree. I am actually I really like to be outside <laughs> and I grew up in Montana, so it's not cold ever to me in Georgia. But so um, funny. and I know you love the pool and swimming yes. and those are big outside so good for them and a really great way to have fun yes a really great, great way. ways to have fun we yeah. loved going to the pool we've been able to be members at a gym that had an indoor pool uh-huh. which was so great it had like the zero entry so my little toddlers are just yeah. toddling around and it yeah. was safe but just great for them mm-hmm. to be able to splash because bathtub not a great place to splash yeah. <laughs> pool great place great to place. splash yeah. so again it's kind of like trying to find my pediatrician told me one time trying to find ways to make your house a yes house uh-huh. giving your preschoolers the opportunity to just be preschoolers yeah. and not just have to say no all the time don't do that don't touch that uh-huh. just giving yes. them chances to 
splash. Yes. I mean, something as simple as that. Yeah, have that experience. Or get and dirty. It's so fun. <laughs> so fun for them. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about another practical time that is like in all of our lives and it's holidays and birthdays and traditions and all of that kind of stuff. And I know you do a lot of fun things at different times. So tell us about that. Yes. Holidays are such an easy time to have fun with your kids because there are so many things that are pre-made for you yep. in the dollar target bin. Let's be honest. <laughs> so, um, you know, Christmas time, we have to be intentional, but let's build gingerbread houses. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I told you my kids are not quite into fine motor skills yet. Yep. My oldest cashman, he did enjoy doing that. Mm-hmm. My second born was maybe 17 seconds and <laughs> yeah. then she was gone. Yeah. And then my youngest just ate all of the M&Ms that cashman uh-huh. was putting on the gingerbread yeah. house. But it doesn't matter how it turns mm-hmm. out. It matters that I'm sitting, that I'm yeah. talking to him about patterns. He made a pattern on the roof. Uh-huh. Um, it matters that I am fully engaged yeah. and that he sees that, hey, this is something really fun that my yeah. mom is going to do. Yeah. Um, talk about anticipation. We are anticipating making some Christmas cookies. Uh-huh. Um, I totally cheated and bought pre-made cookies. Yeah. But moms, it does not always have to be from scratch. Yeah. I don't have a KitchenAid mixer. I cannot bake for the life of me. So I was like, let's just find pre-made cookies. Mm -hmm. So my kids are looking forward to doing that. Um, Something as simple, you know, there's a holiday every day at this point. Um, So our favorite one, obviously, National Donut Day. Oh, yeah. And so National Donut Day uh, loaded the kids up in their jammies, Uh went to Dunkin' Donuts. Uh They got to pick out their donuts. And they just thought it was so fun because who gets to ride in the car in your jammies? I mean, that is crazy. So just highlighting simple things. It does not have to be huge. Um, I'll be honest, my family at this point with the age of my kids, we did not carve pumpkins this year. Mm -hmm. We did not go to a Christmas tree farm. Mm -hmm. We went to Lowe's. Actually, I sent my husband to Lowe's. (laughs) Um, We did not go apple picking. There are just things that in different seasons as a mom, you just have to say, hey, we're not going to do that this year. But we're still going to have fun. Yeah. We're still going to create memories and be intentional about things that we're doing with the kids at the stage that they're in yeah. and what our schedule can handle. Yeah. Um, I think one flaw that we fall into a lot is just busyness. Sure. And busyness will totally take over fun any day Mm -hmm. because fun is kind of the first thing to go. You've got stuff to do. And so just trying to say, okay, right now our schedule's too busy Mm -hmm. to drive an hour and a half to make something memorable happen that might not even, they might not Uh even remember. It's really for my benefit, but I can do this. I can do that. Um, So the gingerbread house, the cookies, simple, silly holidays Mm -hmm. like National Donut Day, I would just kind of lean into those. Sure. Very natural. Sure. So dads, if you're listening, you might be thinking like baking, blah, blah, blah. Those aren't my things. Maybe they are. My husband actually really likes to cook certain (laughs) things with the kids, Um, especially homemade pizza. That's like his his deal. But, um, you know, a couple things that happened in our home a lot that was totally dad driven and not me. Number one, getting outside was 
I like to be outside a lot, but he was the one outside uh, teaching them to ride their bikes, yes. uh, running beside them when they had rollerblades, throwing the ball for hours on end just for the fun of it, playing hide and seek. He just did all of that. Yeah. The other thing is, is it was like every night was a wrestling match. And I'm not going to lie as a mom, yes. it kind of like totally got on my nerves. But um, <laughs> for them, it was so fun that I would they would do it upstairs and I would just go downstairs. Like I would just be like, it's stressing me out. But the giggles and the squeals and the tears. Years or whatever yeah. all was happening, but that was their fun time, yeah. and I really wanted them to have fun. So, uh, Dad, it's just as important for you that your kids see you as someone who's active and fun and involved, and, and same with you, Mom, and sometimes you have to go against your natural wiring yeah. on either side. Sometimes as a mom, you're, you're, you are a multitasking kind of person, and you have a plan, and you run your house a certain way, and this is going to be a shove to get you out of the norm a little bit to go, fun is worth it. The experience yep. is important. Dad, for some of you, you you know, you're you're maybe getting home at the end of the day and you're really tired and you're going to have to find your thing that um, is really fun, but that also gives you a consistent fun experience with your kids. So it's, yes. it's so well, so well worth it. Okay. So um, I want to kind of like move to our last point, which is really about like, how do we create fun experiences like all throughout the day? How do we like look for those times and, and do things that are fit in our routine, but maybe sometimes things are outside the norm. And I know that you do a lot of fun things with your kids. So share some of those with us. Yes, I would say some of the greatest advice that I have gotten mm -hmm. is to ask for experiences uh -huh. for Christmas or holidays or birthdays or whatever, instead of toys. And the last few years with my kids, some of our favorite days have been at the Georgia Aquarium, uh -huh. at the zoo, the Children's Museum. We have the place around here, Catch Air, that they can, you know, uh -huh. all the inflatable bouncies that they just love. And you might be thinking, Sarah, that is so much more work for you as a mom <laughs> to take three preschoolers uh -huh. in public, you know. <laughs> but... Um, they are my favorite days. Uh -huh. They are the days that the kids have the best time. Uh -huh. I will tell you that by two and a half, Cashman knew every single fish in the aquarium. <laughs> so talk about learning uh -huh. through play. I mean, it just blew my mind what he was absorbing mm -hmm. as we got to walk through the exhibits. Um, and the other really positive thing about doing experiences and going on what my counselor has called field trips <laughs> with my kids is that you come home to a clean house. Oh, it's yeah. magical. Uh -huh. So sometimes, not all the time, not in every season, not when you have three little ones and are expecting another one on the way. Is this the case? But there could be seasons that you could intentionally choose to take your kids on a field trip. Yeah. Go somewhere fun. Leave the house for three hours. Prioritize mm -hmm. them. Throw some goldfish in a backpack and yeah. just go and have yeah. fun and give them the opportunity to run around. Again, giving them that space yeah. where it's a yes space mm -hmm. where, you know, no rules. Some rules, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. catch air. No rules. Go have fun. Be kind to one another. But yeah. you're not going to be told no that you can't go jump on that or go yeah. do this or go do that. And so just choosing to do that as a mom has been one of my favorite things to do. Mm -hmm. I also just love watching my kids learn and have fun. Yeah, There is just nothing that brings me greater joy mm -hmm. than to see them experiencing mm -hmm. fun new things mm -hmm. and learning and jumping and playing and laughing so it's it's worth it for me for to try sure. to figure that out 
Well, Sarah, you shared so many great ideas with us. Like, I'm really excited for everybody to get to dig in and listen through these ideas. And and parents, if you're thinking, like, I feel a little overwhelmed, I don't know where to start, just pick one thing. Just pick one thing from the whole bunch of ideas that we gave you today and, and just implement it and watch the surprise on your kid's face. Really um, be present in the moment and experience it with them and have fun with them. And here's what I'll tell you. As, uh, as a kid who grew up with a fun parent, we went camping a lot. A lot of family vacations were road trips because we didn't have a big budget for them. Then uh, my dad sang crazy songs all the way through. <laughs> uh, I have played so many hands of Uno. And then as I got older, spades and other games with my parents, uh, all for the name of fun. But I have a lifetime of really fun memories oh, because my parents made those kind of things a priority. And so mom and dad, just pick one. Don't be overwhelmed. Don't do it perfectly. It, everything about it doesn't have to be perfectly. Uh, orchestrated like a Pinterest board. Like just jump in, roll up your sleeves and have fun with your kids. Thank you so much for joining us, Sarah. You shared so many great ideas. Parents, I hope that you have a great week. Don't forget to subscribe to the First Step Podcast so you never miss an episode.